0: Capturing images of people across China, exploring its ever-changing lifestyles, and feeling the heartbeat of its villages, towns, and cities. This is selfie. This is selfie. Giving you real-life stories in China. China, China.
1: Hello, and welcome to Selfie, a show that gets to the heart of Chinese society, life, and the economy. I'm your host, Man Ling. In the first part of today's program, China Plus reporter Yang Yong will tell the story of a group of warm hearted medical specialists who volunteered to provide free clinics for the Tibetan communities in Deqing County in Yunnan Province. Yeah.
2: Many of them suffer from orthopedic disorders because they do labor-intensive work. It's also caused by the local weather. They stand for hours in cold water in the paddy fields. This is bad for their bones.
1: Then we will go to a local primary school to screen congenital heart disease for students in grades 1 to 3.
3: The screening is very meaningful and helpful. If they hadn't been diagnosed with hardnoid when they were little, they would probably fail the health checks they have to take when they apply for future jobs. Early treatment
1: effectively
3: stops anything more serious or complicated from developing.
1: And finally, we will see how education has developed in Durching County.
4: When I first arrived, I was disappointed. I was reminded of the old saying, you don't recognize your situation because you are always in the dark. I was astonished that only two members of staff here were able to use a computer. It was hard to believe teachers from a county school do not use digital devices to prepare the classes. I came from a village school. Even the teachers there was
5: capable of using this technology. All
1: this coming up on today's Selfie. Please stay tuned.
2: You are listening to Selfie, produced by China Plus.
1: In July this year, 36 medical professionals from across China volunteered to help out at a health center in Tuoding Lisu Ethnic Township in the Diching Tibetan Autonomous Prefecture, Yunnan Province in southwest China. They have one mission in mind, to help local people who had difficulties getting access to medical services such as professional counseling and medicines. Let's find out what common diseases the local people are suffering from and why so many of them have similar problems. It's 10
3: o'clock in the morning. Representatives from Tuoding present Hada, a white silk scarf to the volunteer doctors as a sign of blessing and respect. The doctors have come a long way to help local people. They specialise in ten areas, including pneumology, orthopedics, cardiology, gastroenterology, dermatology and neurology. Tuoding has fewer than ten thousand people and most are Tibetans and Lisu. Many of them only speak their local dialect, so interpreters are needed to enable the doctors to communicate with the patients. Xiao Lei is a neurologist from the Beijing Fengtai Hospital of Integrated Traditional Western Medicine. He has been working in the free clinic for people in rural areas for eight years. He's now seeing a patient in his fifties.
0: The blood pressure test shows you have hypertension, which explains why you get headaches from time to time. I can prescribe medicine to lower your blood pressure. I suggest you should take a homocysteine test when you have time. It can indicate if you are at risk of heart disease or stroke, or if you need to start taking folic acid.
3: Xiao also tells the patient that he needs to take a blood pressure test after he has been on the medicine for five days. He has to constantly measure it until it is below 140 over 90. The doctor stresses that he needs to lower his blood pressure gradually.
0: His blood pressure needs to decrease slowly. If we draw a diagram of the trend of his blood pressure, it should gently decline. Now your blood pressure is 220. It would be best to take a month to get it down to normal levels. From now on, you need to eat less salt and give up drinking if possible.
3: After thanking Xiao for his advice, the patient goes to orthopedics on the second floor. The room is packed with at least 30 patients. The orthopedist Li Ying Ge is seeing a patient in her 40s who has been suffering from back and leg pain for two years.
2: How often do you feel pain? Occasionally or all the time? Did you get injured?
3: With the interpreter's help, the doctor comes closer to the patient and checks her condition by gently pressing different parts of her back and legs with his hand.
2: Do you feel pain here? How about here? Do you feel something if I move your leg in this direction?
3: Dr. Liu says orthopedic disorders like arthritis, fascitis, and lumbar disc herniation are common among local people.
2: Many of them suffer from orthopedic disorders because they do labor-intensive work. It's also caused by the local weather. They stand for hours in cold water in the paddy fields. This is bad for their bones. They also don't know enough about how to protect themselves. The
3: dispensary is not equipped with x-ray machines or magnetic resonance imaging. So Dr. Lu prescribes his patients with medicines that are effective in easing pain.
2: I can only prescribe medicines according to their symptoms. I often write down the tests they need to do in the future on their record. After half a
3: day seeing patients, Dr. Xiao echoes the fact that a lot of their illnesses are closely associated with their lifestyles.
0: I found that the people here don't like eating fruit or vegetables. They often eat oily and salty food and a massive amount of meat. This explains why so many have high blood pressure, diabetes and cerebrovascular disease. They also drink a lot to keep warm since it is cold and damp here and to ease pain. It was absurd when one patient said she only drank a bit of alcohol each day, but it turns out that tiny bit actually meant half a liter.
3: In one day's free clinic, 400 people out of the 1,000 population of the town come to see the doctors. On average, each visits three doctors for different problems. Many of them get a lot of medicines when they leave. This man has just finished all the procedures and is about to go home. When we ask him what medicines he's got, he happily opens his bag and smiles widely.
5: Doctors gave me a lot and I believe they will be helpful.
3: Shaolay says, they have prescribed around 50 different donated medicines worth more than 150,000 yuan or about 22,000 US dollars on the day they are in Li Lisu Ethnic Township. In the next following days, the group of medical specialists will travel to other places to help more patients. Unfortunately, although these drugs are easy to find in bigger cities, they are hard to come by in local hospitals. Dr. Xiao says the level of medical care there is considerably lower than the average in China and says what is needed now is training.
0: The level of medical care here is relatively equal to how the capital and coastal cities were 40 years ago. In recent decades, the central government has spent a lot to help them build new infrastructure. You can see the dispensary looks nice. I have visited several hospitals in poor regions. They have a lot more modern facilities now, but the doctors there don't know how to use them. What they need now is to improve their training. In addition to the badly
3: needed training program for local medical workers, The visiting doctors also pointed out the need for the local people to raise awareness of learning basic medical knowledge so that they will be motivated to get rid of bad habits. For China Plus, I'm Yang Yong.
1: You're listening to Selfie, a show that gets to the heart of Chinese society, life and the economy. Next, we will head to a primary school in the Diching Tibetan Autonomous Prefecture in Yunnan Province, where students are checked for congenital heart disease. Please stay with us.
2: You are listening to Selfie, produced by China Plus.
1: Deqing County is situated in the northwest of the Deqing Tibetan Autonomous Prefecture. More than 7,000 square kilometers in the area, it had a population of 67,000 by the end of 2018. The high altitude in this region, which is around 3,400 meters, puts children at a higher risk of congenital heart disease. However, the symptoms are not obvious so parents may not realize their children have the problem. Early treatment could avoid bigger problems later in life. Therefore, regular screenings are carried out each year. Voluntary medical professionals from a variety of medical institutions across the country visit local primary schools in Deqing to help check if any children need treatment. In July, four doctors from prestigious hospitals in China arrived at a local primary school with around 300 students below the age of 10. Let's find out more.
3: On a rainy day in July, a group of medical professionals from Beijing and Wuhan. Visit an elementary school in Deqing County to give free screening for infants and children. Nearly three hundred students aged between six and ten. Many of the Tibetan ethnic group were screened. Zhu Shuang Li, a doctor from Beijing Royal Integrative Medicine Hospital, explains how the test is
5: done.. <laughs> Three physicians here give a tentative diagnosis by pressing an echometer against their chest to detect heart noise. Then kids with heart noise will be sent to me to do color ultrasound to confirm the illness. Ultrasound is one of the most effective methods of diagnosing heart disease.
3: A second grade girl, karma, aged nine, is escorted by her teacher to do ultrasound. She was screened last year and found to have some problem. Then she had surgery around half a year ago. Now it's about to see how well she's recovered. All the medics gather around to see the result of the ultrasound. Dr. Zhu says the 3D images indicate a chest tube was placed around Karma's heart during the surgery. It shows that she has recovered quite well.
5: I don't see any problems. Where did you get your surgery done?
3: Kama answers that she got it in Nanjing in Jiangsu province on the east coast of China. Li Rei, a doctor from Wuhan Tongji Hospital who is responsible for identifying heart noise during the screening, says she is very happy to hear the news.
1: The screening is
3: very meaningful and helpful. If they hadn't been diagnosed with hardnoid when they were little, they would probably fail the health checks they have to take when they apply for future jobs. Early treatment effectively stops anything more serious or complicated from developing. Karma goes back to her classroom for her math class. When class finishes, Kama's teacher Ten Zing, who has been teaching Karma since grade one, remembers her being diagnosed with heart disease. Last
4: year when she was in grade one, a screening was carried out. She was found to have some heart problem. About half a year later, in the first term of her second year, she was taken out of the class. Later, I heard from the organizer of the screening that she would get surgery soon. In the following month, she didn't come to school and ask for sick leave. Now she is quite well, but has to
3: avoid intensive sports. The common heart problem in this area is funnel chest, also known as sunken chest or pectus excavatum. It's a developmental defect which causes a depression in the sternum and ribs, accompanied by various disorders of the respiratory and cardiovascular systems. Doctor Li says, during the past few days of screening, she's found Tibetan children have a higher risk of getting funnel chest. I found over a dozen students with funnel chest from three local primary schools in the past few days. Two of them, I highly recommended to have surgery as soon as possible. Dr. Li says sunken chest is mainly caused by calcium deficiency. The shape of the human sternum is funnel-shaped. If a child lacks calcium, the ribcage can develop abnormally with the breastbone growing inwardly. This results in a noticeable and sometimes severe indentation of the chest wall, which means the heart does not have enough space to grow or beat. In this case, minimal invasive surgery is required to fix it. Metal plates will be placed at each side of the breastbone to reshape the sternum. They can be removed after two years once the bones have fixed themselves. Dr. Li says the best age for the surgery is under twelve. Headmaster Lu Zhui agrees with Li. He explains why these children tend to have calcium deficiency issue.
5: Mm. Every child has eggs and milk each day,
4: but many of them love snacks without much nutrient, especially spicy ones made with flour. We give them nutritious food every day before lunch, including milk, bread and fruit. As we don't have a microwave in school, the students often take it home, so we have no idea if they eat it at home. I guess we need to make sure students eat nutritious food to prevent similar
5: diseases.
3: The screening for congenital heart disease lasted for four days and nearly 1,500 students in the Dutch and Tibetan Autonomous Prefecture received it, with a total of 28 students found to have positive signs of the disease. They will be re-examined this month to see if surgeries are needed. For China Plus, I'm Yang Yong.
1: You're listening to Selfie, a show that gets to the heart of Chinese society, life and the economy. Next, we will bring you the story of the development of the oldest primary school in Deqing County in the Deqing Tibetan Autonomous Prefecture, Yunnan Province. Please stay tuned. Established in 1913, Dejin Demonstration Elementary School has the longest history in the county. But just 10 years ago, the teachers there did not know how to use computers. That was when Lu Zui started to work as their headmaster. Finding this rather disappointing, Lu decided to change the situation. China Plus reporter Yang Yong has more.
3: Perthan is a math
1: teacher from
3: Durching De Demonstration Elementary School. She has been teaching there for nearly 25 years. She now teaches second grade students. I used to teach senior students. Considering I will retire in two years, I applied to teach younger kids. Most of the students here are Tibetan. Their parents either work in companies or on the farm. The students learn a variety of subjects at school, including maths, Chinese, art and craft, computing, science, music, morality and basic law, as well as sports. They start learning English and Tibetan language in the third grade. The school now has a good reputation because of its high-quality education, so it attracts students from all of the neighbourhood and nearby county. But just 10 years ago, it was completely different. Things began to change in 2011
5: when Lu Zhui became headmaster.
4: When I first arrived, I was disappointed. I was reminded of the old saying, you don't recognize your situation because you are always in the dark. I was astonished that only two members of staff here were able to use a computer. It was hard to believe teachers from a county school do not use digital devices to prepare the classes. I came from a village school. Even the teachers there was capable of using this technology.
3: Since then, computer training programs have been provided for the teachers. Many college students have come to the school to give lectures to them. Now, most of the teaching staff have learned to use the computer, which has boosted the efficiency of their work and enriched their teaching content. Math teacher Perthan adds, that the school has been renovated thanks to the local government that has been constantly improving teaching quality and the infrastructure of schools in the region. Both students and teachers have much better facilities since the school had interior renovation last year. Before that, all the staff had to work in one office. Now, all the teachers have separate offices. We also have a dance room, a canteen and a laboratory. We are also building accommodation for staff workers, which should be finished next year. Lu Zhui, the headmaster, says his school has nearly 550 students from grade 1 to 5 since the sixth graders have left school after graduating this summer. Last year, five new teachers were hired, all with bachelor's degrees from university. At the moment, there are four primary schools in Deqing County.
5: Each
4: student is entitled to a monthly plateau region allowance of 271, or nearly 40 U.S. dollars, which means they can buy more nutritious food. Years ago, the academic performance of our school was below the average of all schools in the region. Recent years have seen impressive improvements, and we now rank
5: at the top of the list.
3: Lu Dre says, The problem now is that the school can't take too many first-year students.
5: As well as students from
4: the neighbourhood, a lot of parents from nearby counties and township have also sent their children to our school. Sometimes the grandparents take care of these children and they rent a house near the school. This year, 120 such students registered to study here. But we are only able to accept 80 grade A students at the moment. We have a rule that each class cannot have more than 40 students. I'm afraid the younger ones have to wait until next year.
3: Lu says he hopes his school can be expanded to meet the demand and favourable policies are implemented to attract more experienced teachers to the region. For China Plus, I'm Yang Yong.
1: With that, we come to the end of this episode of Selfie. For more stories about China and its people, you can follow us on Apple Podcasts. Search for Selfie, please rate us, and help to invite others to find and enjoy the show. Bye for now.